This is Mammoth from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure as part of the Professional Casual Network. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. The carnival started. We're in Gapapa 188. Player don't hate. Making some connections, watching some fights happen. Been a good time already. 188. That's what I rolled for every single one of my anatomy checks. <laughs> yeah. You were rolling real high. It's too yeah. bad it's the wrong game for that. No, it works like golf, right? Higher you go, better you doing. <laughs> also incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking bowling. Mm. No, you want lower, don't you? I mean, we usually play. Yeah. Except our bowling place burned down. The only... <laughs> on a recording <laughs> Did it really... Did that place bowl, bowl down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah bowled <laughs> right that down. Bowl right down. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the hoisted by their own petard. Way too serious and <laughs> yeah. took the whole thing yeah. out. It to was be fair, very part of it burned and then they demolished the rest of it. It didn't okay. totally burn down. Which, which, uh, what was the, what's the story behind that? I don't know. Part of it burned and they demolished the rest of it. That's just all like the automatic re- pin resetter was just like, I'm done. Probably arson. No more. Oh, okay. That's a lot less exciting. <laughs> we don't have a son. Arr. Son. Oh, yeah. Stop you it. Go the pirate thing, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Penal code 187 is the code for murder. What's Good job, JB. Wait, what, wait a sec. What's I thought you were going to tell me what it was for arson. Tell me what it Have any oh. is. segue there. Uh, players so not hating. Complete uh, malice. <laughs> malice? It's, wait a second. Is it code for malice? Yeah. yeah. So wait. What does that even mean? What's 189? Well, it means manifesting a deliberate intention uh, in unlawfully taking something True away. question. That's the name of the Warhammer world. Oh, malice. got it. Oh, uh, solicitor. What's M A L U S? I don't think it's the same. That's Malouse. <laughs> Malouse looks right. Malouse. Don't watch what's Malouse with you. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Sometimes I want to curl up with a good Warhammer book and just get right in that Malouse. You know I mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my God. Thank you for coming back. I was going to say that's I a bit of a stretch, but ooh. can't believe it. I mean, as much as I have it, it does. Uh, with, with jokes like that. Uh, thank you so much. If <laughs> you want to promote back. it, yeah. check out patreon.com slash professional casual. Join in on all the fun. Uh, you get access to the discord at whatever tier. Uh, you join that regardless. Uh, thank you so much to those at the t- the highest tiers, including Iron Maze, Rob, Xpaxis, Briar Mage, Bicon, Wizard Skills, Leroy, Tony Hothand, Cider Drinker, and Dagna. And uh, for those patrons and everyone else at the highest tier, uh, JB has offered to reveal that he found mm-hmm. the highest number. Yes. Line them all up. <laughs> yep. I got it. Pick the last one. 
But only for the highest tier. Yeah. No one else is allowed to know. Oh, okay. State secrets. Very secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dijkendorf secrets. Mm. Not New York State secrets. I can't give those away. Mm. There's okay. a P.O. box. You can send yep. pictures of your Melissa there. There's also... No. Why Why would phone. you bring it back? <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Took a hard turn away from it once. Don't I, do it again. I did my best, Tim. <sighs> Listen, sorry. <laughs> Are you going to finish the address at least? <laughs> no, I think we need I'm to I'm trying not to, the to the make episode. more Melissa references, actually. I had a code for it. Yep. You call it in. P.O. Box G, West Oneana, New York, 13861. I second-guessed myself on the town for a second, and then I realized I was right. Mm-hmm. So I stumbled over it. Or you can always send messages to Tim to stop saying these things to 603-803-3235. Stop J- it. Yep. JB keeps putting <laughs> acorns on my stuff. Is that what those are? <laughs> Where'd you get all these? At first, I thought they were tiny dice, and then yeah, okay, you got. What is an acorn if not a and a walnut? Right, is that a walnut too? So, well, he's got a toddler, so just random things end up in his pockets too. I'm sure. (laughs) Is that how it works? Cheese. Oh yeah. Hmm. No, JB was like that before he had a child. That's (laughs) serious. He got the child to explain all of the behavior. (laughs) Well, like that's the only reason why we made it. Why would you? You take a little kid on a walk and they're going to end the walk with 18 rocks in their pocket for no reason. <laughs> I am so, Each one prettier yes. than the last. That is Felix so true. has a rock collection still on the one shelf in his and room. And a stick collection and we cannot get rid of any of it. Oh yeah, every once in a while Georgia sneaks in his room and takes a stick and mm-hmm. chews it up. Nice. And then he gets yeah. mad. Because they're like little. He broke them all down to like five, six inch sticks to fit in his toy trucks better. Mm. Yeah. To move them sense. around. Yeah. Like it actually made a lot of sense. Yeah. But he gets real mad when she chews them up. And I'm like, dude, dogs chew sticks. You have sticks in your room. What do you? I'm sorry. That's what's going to happen. What do you want? Felix really likes recreating the final destination scene with the log truck. <laughs> For real. <laughs> He's going to be a master of horror. It's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a rough cold open. Yeah, we there was a lot of stumbling blocks on that one. Mm. This one should go in the Pantheon. All right, well, yeah. we'll just restart it now. I imagine that uh, those in the Discord have... A list of sorts of like worst cold opens. Probably. Did you know that people in the Discord started their own podcast about this podcast or something like that? I don't that? believe you. I oh, think wow. it's just them playing through this campaign. Are they also doing the Enemy Within? I think so. Yeah. It's called Gossiping Gapapa. Yeah. I love it. That that can't be real. <laughs> I'm I'm following it. Yeah. What is wrong with you, <laughs> Discord members? Do they actually talk about us? You should each no. be ashamed. Oh my God. They're, I think they're just playing through the enemy within. Gotcha. They were talking about making like a talking dead style show about mm. Kapapa called Gossiping Kapapa. And it kind of turned them in. It turned into them just playing the game, which is awesome. Great for them. Like, yeah, play. This is the best game, um, especially this campaign. I you wish kill them dumpling all over. Again. They can. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, they probably <laughs> will just because. Why wouldn't they? Uh, That's what she's there for. You know, it uh, fight gets me. attention. Uh, but at this point, we did just watch a bunch of fights. Uh, Mina learned some things about the Graf's champion, Dieter Schmiedhammer. And then, <laughs> I know I love that name so much. And then Lucky and Bruno actually met Dieter and basically set up a hanging out with drinks to yeah. hear about the time that he became the champion. He's a big fan of me. So that's good. Yeah, he talked to you so much. Um, but the the champ, the challenges to the grass champion are over for the day it's about one o'clock 130 ish mm-hmm. 
and we have a schedule. Anything else you want to check out? I do want to be on hand for the Minotaur fights. So, you know, they start at four, so you got a couple hours until then. Grab something to eat or wander around, maybe check out the shops. Let's go to the Royal Gardens for the Elven Gymnasts. Actually, that sounds dope. Uh, Even if they get sprained, there's nothing that breaks off. I'll pass. They do have bendy bones. I saw Elf fall once and his ear chipped and became a regular ear. (laughs) What? That does appeal to me. I, th- I th- you know, I no thought it might. Part. You figure if you if you like head out now and try to push your way through the crowd a bit, you could get to any of the two o'clock events as they start. All okay, right, all right. I'll, archery, I'll, I'll see it. Well, the archery tourney is here. They're setting up for that now. Okay. Um, or there's the elven gymnast at the Royal Gardens, or the matinee of bards and poets at the Royal College, all at two o'clock. And the Great Park um, has the Festival of Fine Ales currently uh, from noon until eleven p.m. I so Ooh. I wouldn't mind checking out the bard thing ahead of time. That way I can kind of like see what it's like and then make witty jokes before things happen. And it'll seem like I'm a lot more perceptive <laughs> and smart and like plan your reaction. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's very smart. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible time. I'm probably going to go to the fine ales at the park. OK, to see how fine they are. I will follow you to those fine ales. Oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. Mina, you want to go on a practice day with me to the bards? OK. Dope. Oh, man. Are you going to like learn their punchlines and then just say them like a, a second before they do? That's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good idea. I'll write them down even. All right. So Mina and Lucky are going to. Wait, I want to see the college. other gymnasts first real quick. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. the the Bards and Poets isn't until two. Oh, uh, but they, the elven gymnasts too. But the fine ales, they drink all day. All day. We could just stay there. I can see the elven gymnasts tomorrow. We can watch half of both. Okay. How do you feel about watching a sunset and commenting upon it? I love that idea. I thought you might. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So you're going to the elven gymnasts first? Yeah. Okay. It's like stretching for the bards, right? You're like warming up. We're watching people do things that would be considered warm ups if. Like, I, I kind of just found out stretching isn't real or good for you. <laughs> OK, so you can w- go together most of the way there. Uh, the great the, the gardens are essentially attached to the great park. So we'll just kind of say everybody's in the great park currently um, that rough area. And as you split up to go, Webby and Bruno go to the Festival of Fine Ales, Mina and Lucky. That's your name. Head mm-hmm. to the Elven. It's, it's not. So that's OK. That's one of your names. That is an yes. That's fine. So it's a pretty big crowd for the elven gymnasts. Um, description says combining grace and athleticism. The elven art. I did practice this before. <laughs> Leap and loonies. Mm. It's mm. L E I P I N L L U N E I S. Leap and loonies. <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh, uh, the first time I read that and like. Sounded it out, it cracked me up real it's good. Like Mad Gab. It's really yeah. good. I love to say it out loud long enough. WRP jokes. Uh, is the pinnacle of gymnastic endeavor and never fails to draw gas- gasps of admiration from all who see it. This year's display has been choreographed by the legendary uh, Nadillion Coilminish, who is still regarded as one of the best Leap and Loonies ever seen in the Empire. Uh, so, yeah, it's an amazing display. Elvin. Um, the levels of grace that elves can reach is just beyond even the the, the greatest gym, human gymnasts. Hmm. Just the way their anatomy works, they can move in ways that humans can't 
just can't. Just doesn't doesn't happen that like way. diagonally. Yeah. Mm. They yeah, those weird back. backward knees. Um, They're like hinges. Huh? Real creepy. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really love to take cool a socket looking. wrench to them. Um, one of these days. Lucky and Mina, since you're here, why don't you both to make a let's go hard perception test. Just roll yeah. acorns. <laughs> one was a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I want to move JBC because he's influ- He's a bad influence on you. It's like an infection. <laughs> <laughs> and I know infections. You said a hard perception check? Yes. Minus 20. All right. Let's reverse that. Let's make it easy. Does <laughs> <laughs> that a pass? That's not reversing it. Oh, uh, I fail. Might be flipping, sticking, and also reversing okay. it. Okay. Oh, yep. <laughs> Mina's mouth is just open the whole time, and she's like, "Yeah, it's amazing, especially if you've never seen elves before, which I probably not. They're, they're, rel- they're still relatively rare in the Empire. This is like, you know, the the feats that you're seeing here are just splendid. Lucky, it's beautiful. Yeah, um, Jerry, whatever. We need to go somewhere and find some milk. What? I have to see if it's gone bad. Why? Because this has to be witchcraft, man. I listen. I How are they some, moving like that? Some gum, and I'm just trying to get it off my shoe. <laughs> I assumed I failed, so I wasn't watching the performance. No, you enjoy the. I assume oh. you enjoy the performance. Yeah, I do enjoy it. This is crazy. Listen, I mean, crazy or just like they've lived like hundreds of years, probably. For real? Yeah. My gosh, you know, I want them to like. Make a, 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 a like a conjoined net of their bodies, like holding onto each other. That like sounds hot. Yeah. And I just want to lay in that. <laughs> Imagine how comfy that hammock would be, like an elf hammock. It'd be bony, probably. They're Maybe. really. But hey, did you know that elves. <laughs> what are you looking at? you like, what? <laughs> did you know that elves don't have to go to magic school? Really? They don't even have to specialize in a single school. They can just like. Do whatever they want, whenever they want. So they don't have papers? No, they, none of them have papers. What? Right? <laughs> That's like awesome. Wow. Imagine that freedom to just do whatever you want and also look like that and also intertwine with all of your other friends in a giant net and then lay in it. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to lay in the giant net of elves. I mean, it doesn't sound awful. Kind of like those guys in Vickendorf, right? They were kind of all forming a big net. Yeah. In the sewer there. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yep. It'd be wow. like a... Elf hammock. Yes. Yeah. This is incredible. Man. Uncle Chet would love this. You should challenge uh, Schmeghammer to to this acrobatics as a weapon. He's probably not good at that. I'm and you're jittery as hell. I know. I can't. I'm not even going to be able to look him in the eye, to be honest. All, all you got to do is stab him in it. Yeah, that's true. He's got the very punchable face. That nose has clearly been broken a bunch of times. I don't know it's offset now. if this is like against the rules or anything, but like, what if he just like threw a bunch of like sand at him? Like have a pocket full of it. Just, you Does know what I mean? Does that count as a ranged weapon though? Uh, that is against I guess if you rub it in his eyes, maybe it'd be melee. Right. If I'm like, hey, come here, let me give your face a high five. Whoosh. He'd probably go for that too. He was shaking everyone's hands and stuff. You yeah. go up and you like, like pretend to do that and yeah. then you bow and you just bow. Yeah. Sand in the face. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a great idea. I think 
or I might have to do that. I put a bunch know. of sand in your sleeve. And then when you get up there and you like, yeah, you know, you razzmatazz a little bit and you're like, yeah, it's me. And they're going to think it's like glitter or something, but it's really throwing sand in his face. Okay. That's my twerk. I'm not much of a showman, though. Well, that's that's why he's like a ruse. And what if I put my arm up, but the sand, instead of going up and out of my sleeve, it goes down my sleeve. And then it's like <laughs> in my armpits. Well, then you'll have a lot of extra grip. That's true. Like on your side. So like if he swings to your side, you grab it, it'll hit the sand, and then you can like dull the blade or sharpen it. I don't know how sand works on weapons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you say I don't weapons? I don't know how <laughs> sand works on weapons. Oh, on weapons. I don't want to get sand in all my crevasses, though. Mm-hmm. But like one crevasse is fine. We'll never get out. I don't bathe often. I know. Everyone knows. I'm staying in a separate <laughs> room. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. So you guys really enjoy the show. Uh, it, it's it's majestic. It's amazing. You have a weird conversation because that's what this party does. Uh, meanwhile. Bruno and Webby are just in the midst of like a tent city in the great park. And every tent is full of food and wow. ales and Ooh. beers and right. wines and oh, this is great. brandies and all kinds of stuff. Most of the st- stalls have little tastings. You can have a little cup, Ooh. you know, a little tiny thing. Yeah. They expect That's- you to give it back. Tons of food vendors, lots of sausage being cooked. It smells amazing. Very nice. Here. Very and nice. And it's packed with people. Okay. There's all a right. the smell of the cooking food kind of overwhelms the smell of bad breath and BO mm-hmm. that would overwhelm this place with all these people. This place smells better than Mina. <laughs> it's also it's much warmer. It's a high bar. Uh, yeah. All these tents. Uh, it's a bit cooler than Mina, though. Yes. Mm. So, hot. Let's see if they have any, like, uh, uh, pie tents. I'm on the lookout for those. Now, hang on a second. I think the way to do this is uh, to divide up the labor. Okay. You follow your uh, your nobleman's nose yep. to the most delectable of pies. Okay. Meanwhile, I will be staring into the dead souls of all these vendors <laughs> okay. and finding out which one of them is the uh, oldest and most defeated looking because they will undoubtedly have the best ale. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is Bruno doing? Holy God. Whatever he wants. Doing, he's doing what he was put on this earth to do. Uh, that is 100% true or point one. Wait, no, that doesn't roll one. Oh, one. To do so. what? <laughs> what was the roll for? Find the, the most best. delectable pie. Right. Most delectable pie. Yeah. That's correct. So you follow sauce. your nose. Oh, yeah. That's right. Like Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam. Or like uh, anything from Looney Tunes where the you see the smell in the air and you yep. smell and you like float along with it. Right. You you follow your nose to a stand that is um, run by halflings. Of naturally. course. Um, and they are cooking up pies. Well, they're not cooking them right there, but they have fresh, hot pies. Yep. Um, you see behind there's like a little cart that clearly somebody's like running back and forth to their pie shop. Um, they have like a selection of hand pies and they have a selection of whole like fruit pies and all kinds of stuff. All right. I fill my pockets. How much you got? How much you oh, spending? Oh, jeez. Uh, let's see. I don't got much, but I'm spending most of it. Um, 
Well, Let's pies see. are relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Especially hand pies. Yeah. All right. So I'll I'll spend a, a silver piece. You notice the, the prices are a little inflated. Yeah. As it would be in this situation. But a silver does get you, you know, like your pockets are overflowing with hand. If you All go right. for hand pies. Yep. Yep. I'm doing it. I'm bringing hand pies back for everybody. Wow. Yeah. You oh, get yeah. 11 hand pies. 11 hand pies. All right. I'll add that to my 14 minus the three that I have. But they're today. like stuffed. And the 21. Like 20. a few of them are, are threatening to burst open. They're so. Oh, oh I'll have to eat oh, those wow. quick. Are they, stu- yeah. are they double stuffed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. With only one F, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Barely worth the effort. With an accent over the U. Ooh. Stoofed. Stoof. <laughs> Double, Double stoofed. stoofed. Uh, is Webby following Bruno or are you doing your own thing? No, I got to find some good ale. We're, right. di- we're dividing up the labor. Um, I'm a so big fan of division. Make a an average intuition oh, check to find good. the oldest looking. You said the, the, the most rundown looking person. Yeah, I don't do well. I pretty much just pick one at random. Okay. Yep. To sample their stuff. I just I'm just going to assume that whatever I drink is correct. Okay. Yep. So you find somebody that makes a, a dark ale. Okay. Does what be like dark ales? We'll find out. I want to make a consume alcohol test. If you pass oh, it, you like it. It's terrible. You're so adventurous. Oh, uh, I actually pass it exactly. It's pretty good. Okay. Okay. We're doing this. Okay. <laughs> I like how I can't tell what's in it. It could be anything in there. Yeah. You know? Could even be boat ale. I've never had boat ale. <laughs> now you have. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Who's who's to say? The guy at the stall. I'll I'll buy uh I'll buy I'll buy however much will will last me and the good baron uh for a while. Whatever makes sense. Uh, he sells them in quart bottles. Okay. For a silver. Okay. I'll do I'll do it. Buy okay. a bottle. I'm gonna get a bottle. Cool. Yep. We're, me, me, and the good Baron are just gonna enjoy the festivities. It's important to uh, slack off as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a uh, for a well-lived life. It's a good time. Like every every twenty tenths or so, there's like a little like band tent kind of thing, or a person playing an instrument. And for whatever reason, I've I've sort of decided that Webby is has has. A lot of affects of somebody who's middle-aged and really just enjoying it. Of, like, getting into their kind of rhythm uh, and uh, and just kind of passing the day. Not being directly involved in the action, but kind of on the periphery. And okay. uh, I think that uh, I think that Mr. Deke is going to share my passion for, uh, for that. Nice. Yeah. So you could meet back up and just kind of walk along and enjoy I- the sights and smells and tastes... Here and there. Yeah. I do give out um, the Dichtendorf uh, card to right. whoever uh, will take it. Yep. Is that just like right. some your back hair or something? Uh, no. I've I've made up cards. I can write. Um, when did you do that? You I want to make sure that... Uh, he writes in Helvetica. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I just make sure that uh, people know to come to um, Dichtendorf uh, as a bustling town that is growing and in need of... Good food and that's the, cro- at the cross pikes. Yep, Dichtendorf is at the cross pikes. Well, that's they the they can they can stop there and get like if they present this card, they can get a direct ride to the next. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> 
<laughs> it's a UJRG. Yeah. Uh, so as you're going along and enjoying um, all the, these, the the festival of fine ales has to offer, you hear, "Oh, I know that guy. I don't. Uh, 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 That's me. Well, see, they, they, see? they recognize you already. It's the cards. Yeah. <laughs> Do you look around for the source? Yeah, I do. Uh, you see your pal Glugner. Oh, Glugner. He's in oh. a big old wooden crate. The Glug. Oh, he's stuck in a crate again. <laughs> Is that his thing? That's kind of his thing. You oh. see there's a relatively large well tent done. with a, a patrol of watch standing outside, and Glugner's in there with a couple other people that are, like, face down in the mud. Yep. Yep. He's like, he's a bear. He, he vouched for me. I vouched oh. for him. They're like, um, what? Uh, I am vouching for him. You might want to take Glugner. that pie out of your mouth while you're speaking. Oh. It's hard to tell what you're saying. Well, we no. had to get, we had to, the, the, the drunk tank, he, he had yes. too much already. Yes, he did. He's like, no, nah, I'm fine. He is getting ready for his bout with the Minotaur. Yeah, Dwarven Constitution, I'm all good. Yep, sobered up. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that, but it will help him uh, get in his fighting stance. Yep, 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 yep. He's a baron. Uh, yep. I, I gotta say, as, as my uh, as my vocation is doctordom, uh, I can say that uh, dwarves do not feel the effects of alcohol in the same way that us mortals do. Wait, what? You're now, a doctor? Yep. You're oh, a baron? Yes. yes. That's the right. That's and you right. know this? I'll give him one of my cards and be like, hey, if you're ever looking for work, uh, we do need help uh, at the castle. Right? Uh, we need guards there. And guess. it looks... You look a little bit uh, underpaid right now and underfed. So you come down to Deakendorf, right? Oh, we'll give him a, set up well. If he's underfed, give him a free sample. Oh, yeah. Show, and I shove a pie in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Show him what, what it could be Reach like. <laughs> there you go. Uh, another guy's like, Is that a bribery I check? I feel like that's right. a bribery check. Can I make a bribery check with, sure. a, pie, with a hand pie? That's <laughs> fun. I passed with one success level. Okay. Uh, another guy next to him was like, uh, I don't know, this dwarf seems fine, yeah. And Glugner's like, yeah, I gotta get to the Minotaur pits. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, if you'd like to, uh, let him out of there and into our care, and, uh, we'll take that other one with the red hair as well. They're like, what? No. Yeah, the, Ooh, one what? With the, the one with the lazy eye. <laughs> yeah. He looks scrappy. Ooh, yeah. No, we'll let the, the dwarf go. The other guy, the rest need to sober up some more. Wow. Uh, that's a good, I mean, compromise, right? You want to be you want to be a man of the people. You don't want to strong arm them. I was actually looking on for you, seeing if there could be like more like pieces and parts. I don't know. Oh, that's, <laughs> a good, that's a good point. I, Again, they're already sleeping, so like they don't even need Mr. to be D, told to sleep. I, I am flattered <laughs> by the care that you are showing my vocation. But uh, <laughs> listen, uh, once once uh, what's his name? Grufter. He goes right, to the Grifter. Minotaur. Yeah, yeah. Once he goes to the Minotaur pitch, I'm right. gonna ha- I'm gonna be overflowing. My cup will flow with over. Okay. Speaking All of right. which, do you want me to top you off? Uh, yes. There you go. All right. There then. you go. Yep. No problem. I can't hold it as much as he can, but I do roll another uh, one. So I sweet talk these one cards. acorn into. <laughs> One out of one. <laughs> one out of one acorn to get these guys to let this fella uh, go. Yeah, they heard. Well, they're letting Glugner out. The others are like passed out. Oh, fair enough. <sighs> Glugner like comes out and he like claps you on the back and he's like, pace a noble baron sometimes. Yep. 
again, you just gotta wear our colors when you win that Minotaur. Fight. Yeah, what? Well, sure. What's your colors? Uh, hey. You're wearing different colors here. Blue and you just got a brown coat. Right. Brown. Blue and also brown. blue. Yeah. Tiny black hat. Yeah. Brown. Dif two different blues. One of which is brown. A brown and blue. All right. Yep. Some. Some green. What yeah, time is a, it? A tad of green. <laughs> I gotta get over there. Where's the stadium? <laughs> you gotta cut a good figure. All right, we're we're gonna lead accents. you there. Help yeah. me out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll uh, push into the way of. Uh, I'll I'll, oh. I'll I'll top off his tankard. Oh, okay. Well, just to make sure you know. I put a pie uh, in his mouth. Kind of a manling. Uh, you're welcome. Mm, not one of the new pies. Baron keeps good company. So I gotta lead him back to uh, the cross bikes to uh, get sobered up and ready for the fights and. Uh, Get them. Oh, it's going to be at four. I mean, like, yeah. we, we got time. We, yeah. Might, a little might, bit of time. Might, might as well at least do like a drunken stumble to show. Yeah. Yep. Lead them around. So, as you lead Glugner around, Mina and Lucky head to the music of Bards and Poets, Matinee of Bards and Poets. Yes. Yeah. After enjoying the, the Elven. For a little bit, right? Because we also want to get back to the Minotaur fight. Yes. I believe we will do like an hour at the Elven Gymnast. Yeah. Hour there, an hour at the, the Matinee. Three. Yes, hour at the matinee from three to four, and then head over to for the Minotaur fights at four o'clock. Cool. All right. Um, so here, uh, poets and singers from across the empire compete for the prestigious Graf's Cup, the silver chalice awarded each year to the leading competitor. Um, so as you're you're in here, um, it's at the uh, Royal College of Music. Uh, there's a huge auditorium. Nice. It's pretty full. You got to take seats, kind of away in the back but you hear somebody recite the popular poem there's a one-eyed fellow hiding to the north of Kemenden. Uh, and lucky i want you to make a an average um intuition or perception test okay i'll make a perception oh they're both the same oh nice 52 in either one and you said it was average plus e 20 easy Nice, cool. So with it being easy, uh, that'll be one success level. So the person reciting this seems real familiar, but you can't quite place them. Man, even with a success, that's wild. Mm. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was negative too. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I got fortune points. Let's do it. Oh. Oh, okay. What's the worst that can happen? A 94. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite an auto fail, but yeah, again, they seem familiar. Can I get a bonus because I have three levels of instinctive diction and diction is and how instinctive it is is something that's very important to me. With three levels of instinctive diction, you can tell this person is very practiced at reading this poem in a dramatic but entertaining way. Oh, that's pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Honestly, that's what he probably wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's reading a poem pretty far away in the stage, lit up well, though. What do you what do you think? How, how do you characters respond to that do you enjoy it do you think it's boring i think people talking real fancy like is actually really cool i'm confused <laughs> i don't dislike it words are hard that's fair okay and i'm not super smart so this is kind of like i don't i don't dislike it i want to like it mina's like just above average intelligence right like yes. 31 or something i'm 33 33 yes. so just above average, yeah. Think about it this way. So when you're fighting someone and you want your opponent to feel a certain way, mm -hmm. usually bad, 
Yes. You hit them or you stab them, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. And they feel a response to that that's very negative. Mm-hmm. So when you look at bards and poets and, and entertainers, they're trying to also elicit a response. Okay. But it's not as easy as just stabbing them. Right. They have to carve into your brain hole with specific words and hope that you have a similar reaction to it. And it might mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, while a knife in the gut means mostly a knife in the gut to most people. So it's kind of, think of it like, a fanciful ballet of swords, but going directly into your ears and resonating with your life experience. Uh, and then it, it poops on your heart. That was beautiful. I, I'm not trying to like to my own horn, but I have right. been writing some freestyle poetry uh, in my bunk at night. No way. <laughs> mm-hmm. None of it rhymes yet. I, it's difficult to find two words that rhyme. I can find one word that rhymes actually Pretty much most of the time, it's it's finding a, a partner for it that that, right. that rhymes with it. Yes, but okay, but yeah, yeah. So I'm being like stabbed in my brain with words right now. Right, but sometimes it's not bad stabs. Right. Sometimes yeah. it's good stabs. Yeah. That's so sneaky. Or like sad stabs, or yeah. happy stabs, or morose stabs, Melissa stabs. Like there's really kind of the full gambit of stabs. What if I started reciting poetry when I was fighting people, and then I'm stabbing them literally and in the brain? I think that's kind of a double win. On a, actually, that's what you should challenge the champion to. Okay. Like a dance off or like a poetry off or like a poetry slam. Right. And he'll think it's like actual poetry and then you slam him and then yes. he'll be like, see what they did there? It was a play on words. Dance off, dance challenge off, you to a poetry slam and you will never beat me at this poetry slam. You're right. Rhyming is hard. Right? <laughs> right. It's so easy to find one word that rhymes, but two is just kind of on another level. That's why I really respect these guys. Bruno likes to eat some ham. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Got it. when he has toast, he welcomes jam. Mmm. Right. Okay. Okay. And then I will confuse the champion because he'll be like, "Who are you even talking about?" Right. Right. <laughs> but I am inspired by you. Now, all. granted, he's going to meet Bruno tonight, and probably understand that he likes ham pretty quickly. So, like, I maybe go a different route with it, okay. like not Bruno based. Right. But or maybe he'll I'm, be like, "Oh, Bruno, I know him." You know. That's true. Okay. Eliciting a feeling and response with words. That's what it's all about. I feel like it depends on how Bruno acts tonight. Yeah, could that be won't inform my decision. But take a look at that guy and just like yeah. look at what he's doing and look at how the people react. Yeah. That dude over there is crying. I have no idea why. While eating. I don't get it. I don't, know if, that was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's his intent. But that dude is certainly, you know, eating while also crying. So I assume you guys are having this conversation on your way to Bernabeu Stadium. Yeah. After seeing the poet. I take one more look at that poet. Okay. With a check. A check? Yeah, perception check. You like as he exits the stage? Yeah. This um, one maybe you recognize him from the back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be. Listen. People recognize me from the back quite often. That's normally where I get shot. <laughs> How'd you do? I passed. On average? Uh, two success levels on, on average. average. On average. Okay. Uh, you recognize him as the elf that was part of Dieter's group. Oh, that makes all the sense. Yeah, see, I, I didn't have an invitation, so I didn't really think I could like, look right at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So uh, just before four, you all meet up at Bernabeu Stadium with Glugner. He uh, heads on inside to retrieve his axe. All right. 
Um, was that your dwarf? You get, yeah. Nice. I, uh, let's see. Do you have anything to like uh, lift his spirits? Maybe uh, uh, before we send him in there. Like he stills like walking a little bit sideways. Yeah, polish this off, would you? All right. And give him the rest of the uh, the bottle. Oh gosh. And he's like, yep. not a problem. Yep. Bottoms up. Listen, the more he has in him, uh, the less everything else in him is going to slow him down. So he takes your like a bottle and um, he takes like a little like a a, not a normal size flask, very small, slender flask. And he pours something into your bottle and then puts that flask away and then drink finishes the bottle. Ooh! oh, you got to tell me what was in that. Help me get ready for the fight. And then he just turns around and goes. Wow, did you see the veins? They nearly bursting out of his forehead. You could like see the veins crawling in his eyes for his eyes to get bloodshot. It literally like, looked like a worm on his forehead. Can I can I try to slide a hand the flask away from him as he goes? The little one? Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be hard because he like pours it and puts it right back in his pocket. Okay, I'm gonna try it anyway. Hard is minus twenty. I know your sleight of hand is very good. It's pretty good. Some of that, and I'm very interested. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what is hard again? Minus twenty. Minus twenty. That is uh, one success level. Okay, so you like uh, my sleight of hand is sixty. So <laughs> yeah, wow, that is really good. Uh, so maybe you like pretend to like pat him on the back or something, and you just like whoop, take it out of his pocket just as he's like letting go of it into there. Um, All right, what do I get? For whatever reason. <laughs> I just want to know what it is. Uh, it's a little, like, steel vial with, like, a little screw cap. Oh. But do as I- he goes, if you inspect it as he goes away, it's empty. Oh, shoot. Can I smell it to see what was in it? You can smell it. I'm going to do that. What, um... Other not, what knowledges do you have, or what skills do you have? Oh, uh, man, you, I mean, like, lore medicine is the best I can think. I have trade in lore herbs and herbalism, if that would help. I'm going to smack your hand if you try to get any. I, d- I don't. I smell with my hands uh, anymore. Make a, make a the medicine one. Sure. Uh, two success levels. All right. So this smell, it doesn't, it kind of has a scent like medicines you've given. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what Webby's experiences are. Clandestine. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think Webby would recognize this right away. Okay. Can you see your sheet for a second? Why not? Sometimes I just put numbers on there because I thought they looked good. <laughs> just see, looking to see if you have anything more appropriate. But yeah, I think Lord Medicine made the most sense. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm what we call a, um, a very focused professional. And also I can blow stuff up now. Ba-boom! Thank you. All right, well, if I don't know what it is, that's fine. It's one of those things that's kind of on the tip of your tongue, but you're just not quite sure exactly what it is. Hmm. Yeah, he didn't look fatigued when he went in there, right? No, he looked I mean, like whatever the opposite of that would be. Okay, he wasn't like hung over yet or anything. Okay, good. Uh, I will say you do note that it has pretty strong. Um, you definitely smell sulfur as part okay. of it with two success levels. Some sort of sulfurous brew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just say mineral water. That's uh, usually what uh, I I drink before about. That's pretty safe. Yeah. Listen, safe bet. Uh, let's let's put that down as the default answer. If okay. Nothing. If nothing else comes along. 
but I'm eager to see what it makes him mm-hmm. what it makes him like on the field of battle. Cause can you imagine? Can you imagine if I can reverse engineer this and feed it to Mina? Oh, okay. I could imagine it's, that. Earmuffs, <laughs> Mina, ear no earmuffs. Yeah, I I could I could put all manner of weird chemicals in her. I don't know if it would work on things that aren't a dwarf, but the result would be spectacular. Mm. Do you think it would turn her mohawk orange? There's only one way to find out. That's true. All right, well, so there's you, a few ways to find out. You get seats in the stadium to watch? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Oh, well, I'm going to be on standby to see if uh, anyone needs patching up afterwards. So, wait, Bruno, what's your friend's name again? Gorgars. Yeah. Gorgbard. Gorgbard. Go, Mr. Gorgbard. Uh, yeah. See? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Then, okay. See? Go. Growing. Look at that. Go, dwarf. Go, dwarf, go. No, you can't no, you say can't. that, Bruno. That's not nice, uh, man. Bruno. We have to use his name, not not his background or his profession. Oh. All right. So we have the party token here by Burnabout Stadium, and I've added in the Minotaur and Glugner. All right, um, Glugner. So I'm actually going to roll this up in Foundry for funsies. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to see how well I can do this. I'm going to have Glugner. Oh, if he starts losing, throw a rock. That's a really big Me? Yeah. Star. I don't know if you've seen how I... Yeah, never mind, actually. <laughs> never mind. What's the worst that could happen? What All is right. the worst that could happen? <laughs> so first up, we're going to go initiative. His is 30. I hope this isn't... I hope I'm not helicoptering right. this, but I hope he's not like playing up that he's going to use us in Foundry and just one-shot someone. Oh, that'd <laughs> right? be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? Uh, really hard to one-shot something that has full wounds. No, I mean the other way around. Like the Minotaur just closed. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's much over. more likely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, Glugner is quicker on the draw with his initiative of 30. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to see how we can do this. Okay. It has a modifier of plus 10 in already. What's this Minotaur look like? A Minotaur? Looks like a pretty standard Minotaur. Okay. All right. Um, it is a, a large creature. You know, bull head, a big, heavily muscled body. Minotaurs are pretty scary looking for for typical people. You've dealt with things that you'd probably consider worse. Yep. Uh, like the Grippler and, you know, the Bruno's back ogres. <laughs> and what did you say? Bruno's back knee. <laughs> uh, I mean, that thing of a bunch of people smushed together in Vic and Dorf's Oh, yeah. Horrific thing you fought. Doesn't ring a bell. The, the Wittgenstein monster. No, that was just things. a cockroach. Uh, but yeah, there's a big furry monster. They strap some armor to it and they give it a big two-handed club. Oh, oh does he have exactly one spiked pauldron? Oh, Ooh, yeah. Nice. Definitely. That's classic. And uh-huh. it, you know, snort like it, it roars like a bull. Like, mm. And then the dwarf charges in. Go for the groin. So we'll make... Uh, We'll give him one advantage for charging. Let's mm-hmm. see if this works. And we'll roll it. Oh, nice. It did. Opposed by the Minotaur. He does 15 damage. Sweet. Wow. Wait, who who does 15 damage? He did 15 damage to the Minotaur. Oh, Fantastic. Nice that. job, Grumbo. <laughs> um, okay, I was kind of hoping it would... Oh, I see a plus 10 for attacking a larger creature. Okay, so he actually has 16 damage. Oh, even better. Yes. He gets pluses for attacking larger creature. Yeah, if you attack something bigger than you get plus 10. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Because it's easier to hit. 
because they're big. Wow, so he really? does 16 damage with his first hit, and the Minotaur obviously soaks some of that. I don't believe it's, uh, it doesn't have rules for armor. The armor is just kind of there for show. Right. And getting him in the pauldron. <laughs> he still does 11 damage. Just aimed away from that. <laughs> just a good strategy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was a heck of a first hit. Um, so Glugner now has two advantage from that. And the Minotaur is going to try to whack him back with his club. Obviously. All right. I'm gonna... He doesn't have an axe. He does not. I feel like he should. Good luck getting I mean, all that could... dwarf advantage, though. Yeah. I'm sorry, Glugnir advantage. Now, if I intimidate this uh, this Minotaur, could I be like, hey, Minotaur, your mother was a cow and, and intimidate him? Oh, nice one. Jeez. Could I transfer advantage to Glugnir? With like leadership tasks and stuff? There, I mean, there's a, a huge crowd. Everybody's cheering like crazy. But I'm crazy. really mm. annoying them. Oh, could, ah. we, could we start a Grimgar check? Can't. Oh, we could do a wave. A wave. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Two person. Okay. We start right. a wave. Yep. Uh, it seems to work because Glugner dodges this overhand blow with the club as the Minotaur gets negative two success levels. Wow. Uh, well, the difference was negative two. Um, so it fails. I'm sure we helped. Good job. <laughs> it was the wave. I it was the wave. Yeah. I made sure that he didn't stop being liquored up, mm. which is all benefits. Dwarf, human. I assume elf. Yeah. Swamp beast. Mm-hmm. Horses. Like the others. All right, just making sure you don't have the horses. ability to do damage yeah. back or anything like that. The problem with horses is that they're, 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 they're too confident. Yeah. Because they got all those legs. Yeah. But they're happy drunks, so that's good. I mean, there are two ways to deal with a horse. One, yeah. you make them drunk. Two, get rid of some of those legs. Yeah. So. Clue's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. And, and listen. You used the method that was available to you. Right. Yep. All right. So now that they're really in the thick of this, the Minotaur is it's mad that it missed. Mm-hmm. Lugner sees he has a big advantage here. Now that he literally has three advantage. And he's going to spend a round uh, working himself into a frenzy instead. Mm-hmm. Where he takes the axe and he just kind of swings it back and forth. And he's just like, and you see him like starting to foam with the mouth a little bit. Um, and he has to take a uh, make a willpower test uh, to see if he can actually work himself into a frenzy. When Mill, when Mill, which he does when no problem Mel. with his advantage, uh, he will actually lose one advantage at the end of the round, at the at the end of his turn because he didn't gain an advantage this That's turn okay. by doing that. And then the Minotaur tries to hit him again. I'm going to join Bruno's chant. When Mill, when Mill, when Mill. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. What if the Minotaur windmills, though? Oh, no. Uh, they don't know human speech. They do, I think. They, oh, oh, man, it didn't, I didn't oh. target it that time. All right, so the Minotaur got six success levels. Oh, see? Right, but how much? How Glugner. many success levels did Glugner get? What they cheats are. Only one. Probably five. So the Minotaur wins by five. Okay. All right. Uh, so he does... See? 14 damage. Blue guard shouldn't have uh, just... 
stood around for, around. Yeah, he He'll feels be glue gone. He gets yeah. so Glugner is working himself into a frenzy. He thought he had all that advantage. And then the, the Minotaur just kind of like backhands him mm-hmm. with the club and spent, sends him spinning. So obviously he loses all his advantage <gasps> and he took 14 damage. What? He soaks five with He's his fine. toughness. He's gonna be fine. So he yeah. also takes 11 like the Minotaur did, but he doesn't have nearly as many wounds as the Minotaur does. Uh, I, nine. I think. Nar. Yeah. Nar. I run up to him you and I'm like, hey! 14 minus 5 is 9. Yes? Yeah. What'd I say? Check your privilege. <laughs> I think you said he did 14 damage and so and Glugner soaked 5 of it. Yes. Which is 9 damage. Right. Yeah, I took yeah. 2 more away for some reason. I'm I know. F tonight. You, yeah. you, you didn't want us to benefit from a uh, steadfast, determined, and punctual employee. Mm. Glugner is happy that you caught that. And I, I tell him to stay away from the club. That seems to be his strong suit. He like points the axe at you and he's yep. like, got it boss! And then he swings back in. Nice. But he says it's kind of more like <laughs> I understand <laughs> that. Freaking out. Uh, no, don't target yourself, Glugner. Not with that attitude. That's, that's a problem. All right, we're gonna try this again. Uh, <clears throat> he is now frenzying. Oh, good. Which means he can make a free attack. Yep. And that's Wait. what happens when you windmill. Wait, really? And he gets a bonus of plus one strength bonus. All right. So I'm not sure how to like activate frenzy in here. So I'll just add one damage if he's successful, and we will attack that minotaur. So he charged him? He did before. They're just like engaged now. They're right engaged now they're engaging combat. Oh, I thought he got Stepping like slapped around. away. No, it's like I said, he sent him spinning, but theater. it was, yeah, gotcha. flavor. Glugner rolled a two. Heck yeah. Minotaur rolled an 85. Wow. Heck Difference yeah. of eight success levels. He, he does 17 damage, which sounds, is actually 18 because of the frenzy. That mm-hmm. sounds like a severed. Minotaur spleen to me. Uh, it wasn't quite a crit, but what was I say? 18 damage? Yeah. Yes. Minotaur soaks five, so he takes 13 damage. Wait, he rolled a what? He rolled a two. That's a critical. What's that? Isn't it under five? Under five? That's it's a just an auto automatic hit. success. Oh, yeah. okay. Regardless of other stuff. I should read the rule book. Nah. nah. He gains an advantage in the Minotaur. <laughs> I don't see that helping one. you. He's in really good shape. He's done literally two thirds of this Minotaur's damage uh, wounds in two hits. Oh. That was his free attack, so now he gets his regular. So he does right? get a free attack. Now the only thing left on the Minotaur is like the bottom third, right? Uh oh, that's right. The that's bottom the, that's third the is dangerous. Left, thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one the you gotta watch zone. out for. Yeah. yeah. I lost the target once I do the attack. To be fair, that Minotaur doesn't that mean that he killed him. Waste. If the target's gone. A raced minotaur. Mm. All right, let's retarget him. Glugnar took up his pencil. Glugnar's going to swing it. again. Bye-bye, minotaur. Swing away, Glugnar. You got a 37. The minotaur rule a 95. 95. Wow. 16 more damage on that free attack. It's a good thing that this minotaur is not my champion. Uh, right. Minotaur's down to one Wait, after that. Wait, did you include the strength and the new uh, I advantage? I did increase, increase it by one. Nice. Yes. Um, Wow, the Minotaur is down to one. It's like moving slow now. It tries to swing the axe, uh, the club again at Glugner. Man, oh man, this dwarf's uh, doing okay. Yeah, for real. Uh, you high good expected. people. This is what happens. Yeah, and we'll swing with the club. It's gonna earn his paycheck. Uh-oh. The Minotaur won 
No, Lugner won against the Minotaur by four success levels. But it does crit. But the Minotaur rolled a crit. Ah, oh, 44. Sweet. Probably be fine. I'm sure. Honestly, this is kind of a best case scenario right. for you, I would think. Oh, I get everything I want. Right. Oh, just, just in general. Yeah. Right. Min- Minotaur, Minotaur legs, dwarf scalp. Yep. He could probably just spend a fate point. And... Oh, I got a. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Minotaur to stay alive? Me <laughs> <laughs> to get all the goodies? All right. Well, Glugner, let's see. He doesn't take full damage, but he will take a critical hit here. I mean, I want you to roll for me real quick to see where does he take this critical hit? He takes this critical good. hit in the 75. Oh, uh, so not flipping it is the body. It's the body. Oh, that's all right. Body, body. That's for a dwarf. Body. Uh, he is not below at all, so I don't add anything to this. And I rolled a 73. So that is a pulled back. He takes three automatic damage. I can unpull that. Okay. And he his back turns to white pain as he pulls a muscle, suffer torn muscle major hmm. injury in his back. Oh, uh, Tim, you have experience with that. That's minus 20 to anything involving that, right? It sure major is. Yep. For like two months. For a number minus their toughness days. Um, so the the as so the Minotaur doesn't actually hit him with the club, but he like tries to like back bend to like limbo under a swing, uh-huh. and he just like Mister Incredible. Oh, oh my back! <laughs> yep, yep, been there. I'm gonna get all up in that dwarf back meat. Uh, so he doesn't. Uh, so he loses his advantage. The Minotaur actually didn't hit him. He did do damage to him, so he does gain an advantage for that. And Glugner, like, he straightens back up and he cracks his neck and he's like. Mm-hmm. Wait, he does get an advantage? He lost an opposed test, though. No, Glugner won the opposed test. Oh, the- sorry. I thought he was saying the Minotaur got it. Well, because the Minotaur dealt damage to Glugner with the critical. Mm. But he didn't. But he it. lost the opposed test. Yeah. I'll say they cancel out and he doesn't get an advantage. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Because, right, it's a, we got into that, like, with the whole dart thing. Like, if I do damage, but I don't pass a task, I don't get an advantage. All right, Glugner's going to try just again. you, though. Oh, yeah, no, that's valid, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. It only works against you. Now, Glugner gets a crit with another 44. Good job, Glugner. Now he's Glugging it up out there. Oh, my so, God. Throw his back out, Glugner. Glug, Glug, Glug. That is really four. thrilling when you're not in it. Uh, Bruno, yeah, this time, since he's your better. friend, roll to see where did he hit the Minotaur with this critical no, hit. Use the he also I, won the test by four success levels. Uh, I got an acorn five. <laughs> uh, you actually rolled nine, two dice. 95. And it's actually all acorns on all yeah. sides. So he hits the him face. in the right leg, which yes, makes sense. That's exactly what I wanted. And he rolled a 76. Oh, see, I should have rolled that. Yeah. Which is going to be a torn thigh. Mm. Uh, gains three body. bleeding conditions until you receive surgery to stitch any cut, any associated leg damage received <laughs> inflicts an additional bleeding condition. Okay. So he hacks into this Minotaur's leg, uh, but the Minotaur is at one health. It takes three from that going to zero. And then Glugner did another 14 damage, counting frenzy from that. So the Minotaur goes to negative nine. Oh, wow. And he rolled a 44 so that uh, we got to I could reroll for that. Uh, Webby. Yes. Where does this critical wound? 35. 
Um, so he hacks into his body. So he hits him in the leg, hicks him in the body. Um, so he, like he grazes the leg, but like graze somehow gets like a major artery. He uh, probably windmilled. And then yeah. and then will windmill, windmills into the body <laughs> with an eighty-seven. It's the best. Um, what I say, fourteen damage. Yeah. yeah, I said negative nine, right? So yeah. we're adding nine. ninety to that. So he just he, not even with his extra frenzy attack, just hacks down into this minotaur's chest and just splits it open, and then just just ah, minotaur blood spraying all over him, and the crowd just goes bananas. Yes. Oh, nice. Probably oh, Mina too. There's Mina's insane right now. Yeah. And yes. the fact that he killed a minotaur. Yeah. And people are going crazy. There's money passing hands all over the place. Oh, and we could have bet on this. He's hacking into the Minotaur, no, and no, then no, like no, the no, clowns come out. Um, Leave those new He starts hacking into the clowns. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they call them the the clowns. clowns. <laughs> Get them out of there. <laughs> uh, what do they call them in this? Not clowns. Um, Kloofensnows. <laughs> Uh, bullies, they call them. Oh, nice. The bullies come in and they kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he slow, <laughs> he slows down and he looks over to Bruno and he goes, he looks and he's got like a miss, couple missing teeth. He goes, they do a good job, boss. You did good. And yeah, I could toss him like a bottle of whatever. Yeah. Right. We got a bottle of something. You toss him a bottle and he catches it and he pulls the cork out and he drinks it. Whew, carnival will continue next time. 189. Woo. Dude, we're going to get to go to dinner and hang out and drink with the Graf's champion and this dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put Minotaur leftovers on my character sheet. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe you guys made a, a friend NPC and didn't fight in his first comp, didn't die in his first combat. Yeah, it's obviously uh, going to get play him. worse. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you, on Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the power phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash The Professional Casual.